is Easter Monday today for you all listening. That's right. For us, it's Good Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I'm already full of chocolate. Yes, it's the best. Me too, actually. Yeah. I'm meant to be on a diet. <laughs> How's that working for you? No, it's not. <laughs> I'm doing really well other than chocolate, but that's all I'm eating. It's a chocolate diet. Welcome to the chocolate diet. <laughs> I call it the Wonka diet. I call it the Wonka diet. Uh, well, guys, since it's Easter, yeah, and you have me, KB, and me, Julie, here. Yeah, <laughs> me, Julie, me, Julie. Uh, we thought we'd do a conspiracy theory that like has Easter in the title of it because no. that seems fitting, right? Nothing to do with Easter itself. Nothing to do with Easter itself. It just has. It shares a name. It says Easter, so. <laughs> Easter. Yeah. Bam. That's how we roll. So, I don't know if you guys know about Easter Island. No, tell me. You I, you don't know? I do. I actually okay, do. Just, okay, just checking. Um, look, it is in the South Pacific Ocean. Oh, wow. I know. It roughly covers 64 square miles. Now, I wish I knew what that meant, but I do not. It just sounds relatively large but also quite small yeah that's how i'm feeling i don't know if that's a lot i null and void in that sense um here are some super duper fun facts it is located 2300 miles from chile's west coast and 2500 miles east of tahiti so it is oh Yes. Okay, so sorry, I just found out how many square miles Queensland is, which is the state that KB and I live in. Yeah. It's 1.853 million. Kilometres squared. Oh, oh, come on, metric system. Yeah, this is where things get confusing. That's why I just don't bother converting miles and kilometres. 715,309 square miles. Oh, sorry, because Easter Island is the tiniest it could possibly be. So you could probably walk around Easter Island in like 10 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> like Tasmania. It's like Tasmania. Yeah, Brisbane is bigger. Is it? What square mile? Wait, look, guys, now we're googling. Um. Anyway. Um, it is one of the Polynesian islands. It is. It does. It fits in there with other Polynesian islands like uh, Hawaii. New Zealand. <laughs> Watching KB come up with Polynesian Islands is one of my I'm favorite like things. I'm trying to to visually see it in my mind, and it's not really happening because it's Friday afternoon and we are drunk on chocolate. Fiji. Fiji. We're going to stop before we start feeding you wrong information. And now people are offended. And we're very sorry. Um, the earliest inhabitants of Easter Island um, called it Rapa Nui. Rapa Nui. But when the Dutch explorers arrived in 1722, they christened it Easter Island because of the day that they arrived. Rapa Nui is also, I think, the Polynesian word yes. for Easter Island. Yes, because it was the island in Polynesia. Wait, is this where the, the Easter Bunny oh, lives? Oh Are you going to tell me this is where the Easter Bunny lives? I'm not on conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on history, Julie. Damn it. <laughs> um, uh, where are we? Um, I'm wearing that hot mess. It's a, it is. It's a lot. There's a lot. Um, the economy is... is 
largely now supported as it's a tourism economy um, because people like they go there for a specific reason and that specific reason is that there are some crazy statues on Easter Island. Crazy Uh, statues. Crazy statues. There is almost 900 giant stone figures on what seems to be quite a tiny island. Huh. I want to say 64 square miles is not big enough. I feel like that fact is wrong. I think it's big enough because... Um, I did some more googling. Our CBD is only zero point eight square miles. Okay. All of the city's only zero point eight. So, well, that's nothing. Sixty four. It's like would take sixty in. times that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. The things you look learn, at us guys. learning. What is not metric? What, what is, is not metric? metric? It's so confusing. What is the opposite of metric? Uh. Muh. Ah. <laughs> Okay, the space right now is amazing. The metric and the... I know this. I know it. <laughs> it's there. Um, while I try to remember it, um, these statues date back centuries. Uh, they reveal... Imperial. Imperial. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Oh, my... Guys, this is a fun time for you. You're on a roller coaster ride of emotions, and thank you for staying with us. But also... It's a night recording. It's a night recording. You guys know the drill by now. Yeah, they had enough. They had four episodes of night recordings. So. Oh, man. There we are again. Be a mess. <laughs> These, uh, uh, they date back many centuries. They show that the people who created them were uh, master crafters and engineers, really. <laughs> I can't <laughs> do this with you, Julie. Um... <laughs> They are also um, distinct. I'm going to just read this straight as it is because it makes more sense than what I would say. Distinctive among other stone sculptures found in Polynesian cultures. Um, There has been a lot of talk, a lot of speculation, a Mm. lot of theorizing. Shut the front door. I know, as to what the exact purpose exact mm-hmm. reason that these had and what role they kind of played within that uh, time within that uh, yep, civilization yep, yep. Um, and how exactly they were constructed and how they got there yeah there's a lot um, let's go down a bit um, the first human inhabitants of Easter Island were said to have gotten there at um, around 300 to 400 AD. So that's quite a while ago. Oh, that was like before Jesus. No, that's it's AD. Oh yeah, BC is before Christ. <laughs> that is just three to four hundred years after Jesus. Oh, I love that we're doing this right now. Um... <laughs> They, um, these stone, these stones, I was about to say these stones are carved from stones. Welcome to Good Friday. Um, they are human figures sprinkled along the flanks of the island's extinct volcanoes. Mm-hmm. Correct, Amundo. Volcanoes, plural. Yeah. That's a lot. Small space, lots of volcanoes. Lots of volcanoes, lots of statues. It's very interesting. It uh, might be a hint towards what happened to the people. Each statue, um, on average, is 13 feet tall. 
that's a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a lot shorter. Than five foot two. <laughs> I'm five foot seven. Stack us on top of each other. We're still, still not, not there. <laughs> we're not there. And they weigh fourteen tons. Ah, uh, no, that's just me. Fourteen tons. <laughs> <laughs> um, they look like they've been created from self-volcanic tuft, and um, more than four hundred <laughs> statues are still in like different stages of construction which is pretty crazy yes for me to think about like if they were there before people got there in 17 the 1700s and they're still under construction now in the 2000s well you know what's crazy what's crazy is the fact that these giant stone figures yeah 13 feet tall yeah 14 tons how did they get scattered through the island in a time where tools were not yeah particularly wow. well how were they transported how were they created Shall what we have happened a look? yes julie please okay kb yes julie let me tell you the geo the geo let's talk about moai Okay, I'm a little nervous. Did we mention before that these statues are called collectively Moai? I did not. It's kind of like Moana, but a little completely Again, different. Moana is from a Polynesian island. <laughs> so the question posed is kind of two-parter. Okay. How in the world did Rapa Nui make these figures more than a thousand years ago? Yeah. Well, more, way more than a thousand years ago. Yeah. And how did the Moai end up on around scattered through Easter Island? Yes. This is going to be a long one. Strap yourself in, kids. I'm ready. So a long-standing point of contention over the years has been how did they get there? All of them super hard to move. In the early 80s, researchers tried to recreate some of the statues and move them using only tools that the islanders had to their, had at their disposal. At that time. At that time. They found this almost impossible to do. It was then attempted again in 87 and again failed. Um, and then once more in 97 and guess what? Uh, what? Failed. No way. Maybe uh, they were just bulkier then. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they were buffer. More, like, yeah. Maybe they're like more, yeah. Were Ooh. the people moving them as like physically fit as the people maybe who created them? Maybe they looked like them? Maui from Moana. Maybe they did. He's buff and a guy. Oh my goodness, he's a cartoon, Julie. <laughs> I'm allowed to perv on cartoons. <laughs> Americans Terry Hunt and Carl P. Lippo have recently investigated the sensational theory that the Rapa Nui people tied ropes around the massive Moai statues and moved them into place with a walking motion. They're like walking? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You'd think so. Hey. Their team managed to move a replica 100 metres in this manner. They also argue <laughs> that this explains the Rapa Nui folklore, which tells of the statues walking, animated by magic. Oh. So in, in the Rapa Nui folklore, it's like, guys, don't worry about it. They're magic. Mm. I mean, they might be. I love to think that they're magic. Yeah. Lippo and Hunt did also offer an alternative explanation for the popular population drop. So this is... Um, also kind of talking about 
there's a two part of conspiracy theory. One is how did the statues get where they were? Two is how did the population disappear? So there is no one living on Easter Island. There, the population that was there went from something you know relatively normal for that square mileage yeah. to next to nothing. Interesting. In a matter of years. So Lippo and Hunt said um, maybe the lack of predators and overflow of food on the island have provided a paradise for rats. Yeah. Hiding in the canoes of the island's earliest settlers. Though the natives cut and burned the trees, it was the rats that prevented regrowth by feasting on new plants. True. But while rats may have hurt the island's ecosystem, they gave the islanders a new food source. Uh-oh. The discovery of rat bones in the rubbish dumps on the island indicates that natives dined on rodents. This no. kept them fed while they worked at their building fields. So building fields to sustain themselves long term. Gross. It is a bit. But also, mean, also, why do we say that's gross? Because well, we don't eat rats. Exactly. There are countries but that eat guinea pigs. That's fine. I mean, what the it, animals we do eat are relatively limited. It's true. And um, to be honest, what where's the logic in where we stopped? That's where true. we decided, okay, totally fine to eat this cutie patootie little lamb, but I'm definitely not eating that possum. Because, I don't know. It's a conspiracy theory for another day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look into it. We'll look into it. Um, a popular goofy theory. Goofy. A crazy like, theory. Oh, not just like goofy on no. Mickey. It says gone. Hey, um, Mickey. <laughs> About Easter Island, um, Moai says that the massive statues were created alternatively influenced by aliens. Oh, what? Those aliens. Author Eric von Daniken, Daniken, God, I love pronouncing words, helped spread this theory with his book, Chariots of the Gods? Question mark. (laughs) Unsolved Mysteries of the Past. Um, Eric also believes the ancient Egyptians could not possibly have built the pyramids by themselves as they lacked the intelligence and the strength. Um, and he also what? draws yeah, similar comparisons between the Mayan pyramids and the Nazca line drawings. What? So this is the guy that's like, hey, all these things that have happened in Definitely what aliens. we believe to be history. I'm going to put it down to aliens. But we don't know how muscly they were back then. We don't. They probably were built like a brick shithouse. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> that is a fun thing and to say. And if you're not in Australia <laughs> and you have no idea what that means, it means that they're really strong. <laughs> oh, I just got it. I've said it for years, but I just got it. It's like as opposed to uh, like a an outhouse made of wood, Yay. a brick one would be stronger. Yeah, it's like the three little pigs, but in Australian slang. Little pigs, little pigs, <laughs> let me come in. I'm busting for a pee. <laughs> the wolf also sounds very fun. <laughs> little pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Night recording. All right, it's time to do a panto. Okay. <laughs> Elvis lives panto. Elvis lives panto with a bit of Avril Lavigne from last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's author, uh, also author Rupert Ivan Mural mentions. Okay, this is like uh, human theory yeah. 2.0 why they disappeared. Um, is that 
he found um, cranial and postcranial skeletal remains from Easter Island. Um, the skulls found on the island were long and narrow. Evidence was also found of long ears. Don't ask me how he knew that, because ears aren't bones. Ears are cartilage. Maybe the hole was wider. Were they in the same place as everyone else's ears? Like, how was he to find long? Maybe he found bunny ears. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um... Um, mm, 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 mm. Aku Aku by Thor Heyerdahl Heyerdahl mentions a deadly fight or war between the short-eared and short-eared 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 and long-eared people of Easter Island Interesting. the story goes that long-eared people who inhabited the island first dug a ditch around 1675 and filled it with brushwood a long-eared man revealed to his short-eared wife that his people planned to lead all the short ears into the ditch and burn them what is happening <laughs> <laughs> the short the shocked short-eared woman told her people of the plans betraying her husband to save her people her husband was gonna burn her alive yep <laughs> A fight broke out, and the short-eared people chased the long-eared people into the ditch. Then they burned them, women and children included. Only two long ears survived, fleeing to a nearby cave. The short ears followed them and killed one of them, just leaving one long-eared survivor. <laughs> Heyerdahl described the long ears as Peruvians, meaning they w- would... Oh, that's a word I don't know. And a date. And a date. The short ears, who were thought to be Polynesians. What? I uh, yep. So many questions. Captain James Cook visited of he Easter did. Island between 1772 and 1775. Oh, maybe he was on his way here. Probably to ruin it. And so to ruin lives. And saw many people with long earlobes, which raises some questions about the accuracy of the tale. I'm sorry. So long earlobes or long ears? Because I can understand long earlobes. I can understand with like earlobes. Tribal, as well. traditional. Yes. Mm-hmm. The more you, the more things you pop on them, yeah. the longer they'll get. Yeah. But my question is more from studying, uh, like from studying a skull. I don't think you can tell how long an earlobe is. No, I'm very because it's not attached to the skull. No. And it's not made of bone. No. Weird. Who said that they built all of the statues in one location and then moved them all? How do we not know See? that they built them? Oh, because like they it's made of volcanic. Vol- yeah, but can't they, like, shovel the volcanic dust somewhere and then build the statue? That's what I thought as well. I was like, why am I even reading these conspiracies? <laughs> Maybe they didn't do it statue by statue. But they did find some statues face down near what they used as a road. Right. So that that is part of the thinking is that those statues were ready for transportation and never. Maybe it was just a coincidence. But that said, they also didn't have cars, so yeah. I don't know how a road is really helping. No. Like, can you imagine? Like, pause the statue. Pop the statue in the boat. Like weird. Okay. There is one particular statue that people look at and go. Hang on a second. Mm. And that is... Oh, I really should have read these words before I started podcasting. <laughs> Tukaturi. Tukaturi. Yeah. Mm. I'd say that would be the name. Tukaturi is the, is a Moai statue found in a sitting or kneeling position thought to represent an ancient singer. Interesting. 
Interesting. I don't know. The position resembles that of ancient people celebrating the festival of Rui. The statue's head is inclined higher than any of its counterparts, and it even sports a beard. Hmm. is... That is fun to say. Tukaturi. Oh, yeah, I was right the first time. Tukaturi is a lot smaller than the rest of the Moi statues, and its facial features are a lot more human-like. Interesting. This unique statue was not made from the same material as the others. Instead, red punapua stone was used. It seems to gaze onward... Just toward a name I can't say. Orongo. Yeah. Spurring theories that the statue was somehow connected to the Birdman cult as well. That is a whole other kettle of fish that I cannot even get into right now. Another theory speculates that Tukturi may be... Okay, I feel like I'm singing that Abba song. (laughs) If you change your mind, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. That's how I feel right now. Anyway, another theory speculates that Tukturi may be the result of experimentation with new carving techniques. The statue's legs, knees, and buttocks are well-defined, and some find the kneeling position indicative of vigilance and patience. Tukturi was uncovered during the 50s and remains one of the most intriguing of all the statues found on the island. This kind of sums up the thoughts on and I think we covered it a second ago of the actual statues and how they got there yeah they were carved they were carved but that's probably why they couldn't have been moved yeah sorry that's why they had to have been moved it's because they're carved as one I don't think they were getting pieces of yeah I don't think they were getting dust and like pouring it all together to make cement and then make the statues the statues were taken as one piece of rock we don't know we went there. We don't know. They could have had cemented as back in the three to 400 AD. But it says, I don't know what volcanic tuft is particularly. I mean, I mean I tuft. It. It tuft gives images of like. Not very like. Soft chill. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> so that kind of sums up the statues. And then we just have this little predicament of where the people go. But if the like, if the skeletons were thin Mm-mm. and rats were eating all their food and rats are gross and dirty and they're eating rats maybe it was just so a natural a commonly held belief is that Rapa Nui committed ecocide by decimating the environment of Easter Island The stem. this stems from the question how did the statues get I can't even right now it's fine you're almost there oh my god I'm almost anyway you can do this one school of thought is that they were transported by the rap I can't rap and I can't so for that transportation from um, quarries they were hauled on wooden sledges and over logs and they were so obsessed with the building of the statues um, motivated by rival chiefs puffing out their chests with larger and larger statuses that they eventually decimated the island's lush forests. The wood traditionally used to build canoes for hunting fish was now in short supply and more land had to be cleared to plant crops for food sources for the population. So the idea is that the statues in a way caused the decline of the population by people being like, I must build another statue, yeah. which means another sled. Yeah. Which means more tools. Yeah. So everything that they built from the earth destroyed the earth. Yeah. And 64 square miles isn't a lot of it's earth not to a be working lot. with. It's not a lot. No. Um, when we 
figure out what exactly 64 square miles I is. I am going to Google right now um, the square mileage of Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Keep chatting. Um, So, I just think for me, there are explanations. I just, I can't, I can't engage with the alien theory. Um, but mainly, I'm like, we weren't there. That's what it comes down to. We weren't there. We were not there. We were not around in that time. Things that are miraculous, like the building of the pyramids and the building of these statues and so on and so forth happened yeah they were just cleverer that's a thing they were cleverer yeah i think and there was a lot more uh, community mindset mm-hmm. too so they probably many hands make light work uh, came from somewhere yeah um i think it's very um obvious that yes uh, ecocide is probably the reason behind the yeah. decline in population if the resources were not available it's Some, not a thing. It's not a thing. And yeah. people born into that are more likely to survive than people who have come and had to figure out how to live in that environment. Yeah. So. Um, and I think, too, as you mentioned before, rats, they love a good disease. They do a little. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that diseases could have gotten to Easter Island had well, they not the already been there. How did the rats get there? Okay. If we have to do this creation story right now it is what came first the rat or the disease um, but if the rats came over on the boats of the dutch yes, then it's quite possible that, that they bought disease, disease with, with them. them they couldn't have just appeared out of nowhere hey i'm a rat i swam here from the closest island there are water rats <laughs> gross um so in terms of square mileage even hawaii yeah. Is four thousand and twenty-eight square miles. Yeah, Hawaii's quite large, and you can drive around Hawaii in a day. The smallest little little dot that's on the bottom of of our country, yeah, is twenty-six thousand four hundred and ten square miles. Maybe it's sixty-four thousand square miles. Maybe I googled this wrong. No, I also got sixty-four square miles. Easter Island Square Mileage. I don't have internet. Why am I googling? Oh, um, that would be why. It just. What is that in kilometers then, in comparison to everyone else? I guess. I mean, you guys probably know because you're a lot smarter than us. Um, oh yeah, you guys really. One hundred and sixty-three square, square kilometers. kilometers. Sixty-three point two square miles. Which is teeny teeny. Very tiny. Be a baby. Considering how many statues are on the island. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe they weren't really moving them that far then, were Maybe they? they weren't really moving them that far. Maybe they were just like... He's a little dog. It's teeny, teeny, tiny He's a baby dog. Um, it's 20 hours from where we are right now. 20 hours and 20 minutes by plane. It's going to cost us $3,000 to get there. Just in case anyone was Round wondering. trip. Round trip, though. Is it, though? Yeah. It doesn't say it's return. Round trip price. Oh, that's good. Don't mess with the travel agent, KB. <laughs> that's still a lot of money. Um... It is to go to an island we're not entirely sure how big it no, is. No, we really want to. But I think, look, the, there is definitely the question of how, 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 how did those statues get to where they are? They're smart people! <laughs> we do, well, they're not smart enough to save resources, KB. No, but they didn't understand that then. 
The resources were unlimited. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know your thoughts, ladies, gentlemen. Yeah. Not Easter. just the ladies. Islanders. Have, I hope you had a very happy and safe Easter oh, weekend. Me too. Oh, I can't. The chocolate has really gone to my brain. Plus the two bottles of wine I had at lunch. That is right. <laughs> uh, I have no excuse. Let us know how. Yeah, let us know what shitty you, you are with this episode. Be like, girls... Get your shit together. Don't do an episode. Don't do an episode drunk. at night. Do I'm it. drunk. <laughs> Are you still drunk? No, I had a nap. It's true. I had a nap and a piece of peanut butter. <laughs> but if you have enjoyed this rambly, rambly episode of Easter Island, let us know that too. Yeah. You can find us uh, on, on Facebook? Facebook at Elvis, Elvis Lives, Lives Podcast. Podcast. You can email us at ElvisLivesPodcast at gmail.com. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to us here on iTunes or Spotify or whatever we'll podcatcher is happening now. We will be your best friend. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, have a lovely week, guys. Enjoy. We'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Guys, stop what you are doing. I've had an idea. Is this about the Queen's Purse again? About what it would be like to watch two movies at the same time? No, no, no. I've just been thinking, what if Menante's dad was a spy? Recently, that has been more of a fair question. Well, it is a question we can answer on our podcast, Majorly Distracted. Listen now on Spotify and iTunes. Tune in.